Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Russian overtakers. You know, I've been doing this 40 years, and there's a lot of information I've run across. This is one of them that is probably one of the most complete pictures, a picture of what's probably coming. And I tell you right up front, I think it's a picture of the way our life is going to be after the suitcase nicks go off. It could be Dmitry Dudeman's uh, warning where the Russians just destroy America, but I think it's the su- I hope it's the suitcase nukes. So anyway, let's get started. Russian overtakers. This is Jim and Patty Travato, supporters of Prophecy Club, and they used to come to Prophecy Club meetings when we had them in Harris, Pennsylvania, as I recall. And uh, she sent me this dream. And then she came to a crusade, I believe it was in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, where I met her and her husband, Jim. And she then emailed me that night and said I had the whole dream all over again with all of the details. So she had this dream twice. All right, so May 2004. In my dream, there had been a nuclear explosion in the Baltimore-Washington corridor. Now... This is probably not the big 250 uh, times more powerful than uh, what hit Nagasaki or uh, Hiroshima. This is probably, just my guess, probably after the suitcase nukes go off, which, sad to say, is probably pretty soon. Washington Corridor, uh, Baltimore-Washington Corridor, and I quickly grabbed some clothes and a tent and money and a little food and stuffed them into our car. We'd use the back roads to get out of Maryland, and my daughter was in the car behind me with the rest of our kids. My husband was going to meet us at the campground. I was driving down a familiar highway in Pennsylvania. We were going to a campsite near Penn State College. The highway was jam-packed in both directions. Traffic had come to a total stop due to some small accidents. I got out of my car and climbed up past the shoulders onto the trees to sit in the cool shade. It was nice. It was a nice spring day, spring weather. The highway was filled with people in panic trying to get to the mountains. Now, let me just say something. I know that naturally we think what we want to do is run off to the mountains or out to the woods someplace. But most of the prophecies I'm getting are saying shelter in place, saying shelter in your city. In other words, do things like get your electricity in order, get your food, get your water, get your water filtration in order, and prepare to weather what is coming right there in your house. And that's my plan. I don't plan to run to the woods someplace or off to the mountains someplace. It was a nice spring day. Highway was filled with people in panic trying to get to the mountains, while other people in panic were leaving the mountains to travel down to the southeast. Everyone was in a panic. Four black helicopters came from over the mountain range. They started buzzing up and down the road. Two left to go to the south. One kept circling the area I was in while the fourth got out of a bullhorn. Got out a bullhorn. Now, I also, when I first read this in 2004, before I had read this recent book on the Illuminati that gave me a world of better, which, by the way, you can download it free, at the download section of uh, Prophecy Club. Just look for the word Illuminati. It's a free PDF book, and uh, I've read the whole thing. 
And I, I, I guess one of the best books I've ever read in terms of understanding the Illuminati. It helped me to understand why our nation appears to be godly. As Christians that go to the church, things appear to be pretty normal. But in God's eyes, he sees everything. And he sees the people that are acting like Christians, but are actually serving Satan. He sees the rhinos, the Republicans in name only. He sees the secret things that people that say that they're Christians, but are really not. He sees what they're doing. Two left to go to the south. One kept circling over the area and I was in, while the fourth got out of bullhorn, meaning... There's a lot more bad people in America than what we realize. This is what that I think the book has helped me to understand. It's helped me to understand why we can't get justice from things like Hunter Biden's laptop. Why we can't get any justice. Why is it that we have so much evil ruling our nation? Well, that book explains it. It helps us to understand, helped me to understand, that people all around us, that we think are Christians, that we think are good people, are actually not Christians at all. The ones that openly say they're not Christians, they're not the problems. The problems are those people in high places that act and look and even say sometimes that they're Christian, but they're actively worshiping Lucifer. I mean, daily. Read the book. It's free. Just download it and read it. You start reading the first few pages and you'll finish it. Anyway, they announced to all of us that martial law had taken effect and that we were traveling illegally. Everyone was required to turn to their homes, return to their homes. In other words, you don't get to go to the mountains or anything. Return to their homes or face arrest and confiscation of their vehicles. We thought, how can we go back home? The lanes of traffic on the highway are not moving. A man in the southbound pickup truck started screaming at the black helicopter. He incited others to throw rocks at it and even wanted people to turn over vehicles and block the highway to stop people from going home. A military person dressed in black with dark gray appeared at the helicopter's door and shot the man and two others dead. You know, we don't want to think this kind of thing can happen in America, but we got another thing coming. There's a whole lot more evil in our nation than what we realize. Other people in the area were forced to lay the bodies alongside the highway and move their vehicles onto the shoulder of the highway. This paralyzed the people. No one really understood just how different things were going to be. The circling helicopter swooped down and a young military man jumped down to the road and the northbound side, or on the northbound side. He was quite friendly and gave new orders, saying tourists should proceed to their destination. We were told that we could only visit 10 days or less. Then we were required to return to our primary residence. He told us that we would want to go home anyway, because as we would not be able to buy food, listen carefully, as we would not be able to buy food. Every one of these dreams or visions kind of circles around food and our ability to have food. And Coverstone on several of his saw people bartering, which means you want to have gold and silver. But a lot of them talk about food. 
because we would not be able to buy food anywhere except prepackaged food still available in gas stations. All grocery markets were closed. All grocery markets were closed. I'll say it again. All grocery markets were closed. The only people that were to report to work were emergency workers. That's kind of like what happened in the recent pandemic, right? The gas stations were allowed to remain open to allow people to get home, and then no one was to leave their home. Let me ask you this. If there was some real reason, maybe there's too much evil out there, maybe there's no food out there, maybe you're commanded, but if you could not leave your home for 12 months, I mean you could not get outside your home for 12 months, do you have access to food and water inside your home to live for 12 months? Oh, I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. Go to josephkitchen.com. Let's go on. Then the scene changed, and I was home again, which is a 20-minute drive from Baltimore. My family and I were watching a news conference on, on how people were coping with grocery stores being closed for the last three weeks. A military woman dressed in the same outfit as the man in the helicopters came to our front door. She made sure we were home, then put something sticky on our door on which to later affix government papers. They didn't want these papers put in the mailbox. She handed us a large envelope of papers. The contents included a mandatory appointment, a mandatory appointment, listen, a mandatory appointment at the school where we were registered to vote. If you missed the appointment, you delayed getting food for your family. There it is again, food. Most people had eaten all the extra food. All people were required to share whatever they had, which, by the way, we Christians, that's fine, which is why I encourage you to get food not just for you, but for your whole neighborhood, because you'll be sharing it. Not that you have to, but you will, but that we want to. We want to be able to. But look, look, look I, was, I was on a radio program. This is during the Y2K days, just for Y2K. I remember the radio station was at as, as St. Louis. So you have emergency food? I said, yes. He said, so what are you going to do when people knock on your door and you want some, and they want food? I said, I'm going to give it to them. Okay, so what do you do when you run out of food, this smart aleck guy said. I said, well, <laughs> what a way to die, trying to help your fellow man. I said, but I'm going to believe that God is going to multiply that food so that we have enough. But either way, when they come to the door, I'm going to help them. I want to help them. And by the way, when I hand them that food, I'm going to also be telling them about Jesus. That's the Christian way to do it. We all die. But what a way to die because you gave your food away. Hmm? Most people had eaten all the extra food and all the people were required to share what they had. Food was the primary problem everyone had on their minds. I better read that one again. Food was the primary problem everyone had on their minds. The government did not want anyone to have any food left in their house. Any person not sharing food they had stored up would have it all taken away and go to jail. When I arrived at our place of voting, only a few people were allowed in at a time. Tables were set up as when you vote. We had to go to an alphabetized table and state our name. We had to provide proof of who we were and how many people lived in our home. They confirmed this information with a computer. Anyone not registered would have to go to a sports stadium to get their paperwork in order to get food. 
No more Walmart food. Each family was issued something that looked like WIC checks. Each family was assigned one grocery store in which they could shop. The checks had food items listed and how many we could buy. For example, two 16-ounce cans of vegetables, one pound of meat, six fruit items fresh. We could only buy at our assigned store. Everyone could only shop if you were the registered shopper, and only one person per family could be registered to shop. Each person had one certain day in which to shop. I was assigned my assigned store. There were only a few people allowed in at a time. Once the approved people were in the doors, were locked until the maximum time was over, and then the next group was allowed in, and then the doors were locked again. I only had 15 minutes to shop for the listed items on my check order, and only five minutes for a clerk to process everything. Each hour, only three groups of people were allowed to enter. To ensure appropriate behavior, there were military-dressed guards with machine guns at various places in the store. Some people were assigned to shop in the middle of the night, even. We could choose whatever brand of canned goods or meats, but the amount was very limited. My grocery cart was only one-third full, and it had to last us all week until the next weekly appointment. When we were given another WIC-type check with a limited amount of food listed to be purchased, each person's check was commensurate with the number of people living at their legal residence. One could buy all the paper products and cleaners they liked. As I was paying for the allowed food, another customer became very irate with the little amount of food he was being allowed to get. He started yelling at one of the soldiers. The soldier slowly pointed his gun at him pushed back his helmet, and stared at him a long time. This soldier, speaking in a Spanish accent, said, Don't be so upset. This will not do you any good. He pointed at a military vehicle out in the parking lot. Look, your Russian overtakers have had to live like this all of their lives. Now... It's your turn. I'll read that again. Don't be so upset. This will not do you any good. He pointed at the military vehicle out of the parking lot. Look, your Russian overtakers have had to live like this all of their lives. Now it's your turn. Why? Because Jesus has divorced us because of our sin He's like the sinful woman that is given the bill of divorcement and cast out into the streets. Now, you can choose to believe that it's not true. I think that we ought to know that that was coming before we even heard it from Vicki Parnell. I think we should be kind of expecting Jesus to do something like this and a whole lot worse for all the sins we've had. Toward the end of the dream, I knew that a nuclear attack was not a single attack, but actually many small, see that's the reason I say suitcase nukes, many small attacks. Now, in 2004, we didn't know about nuclear uh, suitcase nukes. I mean, we did because I heard about it in 1998, but like it didn't register, okay? 
but actually many small attacks and was accomplished through a Russian-Spanish-speaking country alliance. All right, now let's talk about that a second. What was Dmitry Dudeman told? The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with the internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, is that Spanish-speaking? Yes, it is. Nicaragua, is that Spanish-speaking? Yes, it is. Mexico, Spanish-speaking? Yes, it is. So what she said, what she saw here, is only a further confirmation of what Dimitri was told in 1984. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Accomplished through a Russian-Spanish-speaking country alliance. I woke with a very clear knowing of how easily people will cooperate with a new government just in order to get a little food. I saw how voting registration will be used to organize food distribution. I saw the entire dream again shockingly crystal clear just as, as it was given the first time. Now, do you remember this one? This is a further confirmation. August 28, 2020, Pastor Dana Coverstone. In this dream, I saw long food lines. I saw people waiting what seemed like hours, standing in line and not in cars. Why were they not in cars? Because the suitcase nukes had fried all of the computer chips. Their cars wouldn't start. The electronics, probably the electricity was out nationwide, and it might not ever come back again which is, by the way, why now we can offer you a way to get your whole home um, in not only backup power, but solar power. We, we'll get to that in a second. Seemed like I was standing in line, not in cars. One of the reasons the cars aren't there and the gasoline stations aren't there because there's no way, there's no electricity, pump the gasoline out of the ground. And even if you pump it out of the ground, your car didn't start. Uh, so there's no I mean, gasoline stations. Another dream he had said he saw where uh, it just looked like someone just walked away from the gas station. I saw ships and ports on both the east and west coast as they were just sitting idle, just as has been the case for the last, well, the last six months. Not all of them, but many of them. There was nothing moving at sea. I saw a headline that said the Baltic Dry Index is dead. They said that nothing was moving in trade around the world. Well, it hasn't reached that bad state yet. But then the suitcase nukes have not gone off yet either. So if you look at the, the order of events here, when the suitcase nukes go off, apparently it stops trading around the world. I saw what looked like shopping mall, malls that had been converted into shelters or living quarters. Like after the Hurricane Katrina, people sheltered in football stadiums. The businesses in those shopping malls were all shuttered. Why? Because all their electricity went off, and there's no way that they can trade, so they just board up the, 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 the business. I saw people on cots. I saw food outreaches. I saw people who were misplaced. By the way, do you want to be the one standing line begging for the food? Or do you want to be the person on the other side of the table deciding how much and who you're going to give food to? You have that choice right now. And if you want to be the one standing in line begging for food, do nothing. If you want to be the person I want to be on the other side handing out free food, and it may not be free, I, I don't know how it's all going to work out. 
But I want to be the one that has the loaf of bread, not the one that's begging for it. So I would suggest if you want to be the one that has the loaf of bread, you go to josephskitchen.com now, today. Matter of fact, I understand they got some kind of special going on. You have to go there and check it out. The businesses in those shopping malls were all shuttered. I saw people on the cots. I saw food outreaches. I saw people who were misplaced. This was not like a homeless shelter. This was like something bad had happened, like maybe suitcase nukes. And people were in shelters. I continued to see shuttered properties. I saw people in homes wearing coats with closed curtains. Why are they wearing coats? Because they have no electricity and their house is cold. Why do they have closed curtains? Because when electricity goes out, then all of the evil comes out in people, and they're roaming the streets, kind of like it is in the Purge movies, and they're raping and pillaging and plundering, plundering, and so they close their curtains as a method of trying to keep people out of their house. That has been a consistent vision. People inside their homes looking out at what's going on. When I look at people uh, looking out their curtains, I see more of this dark, gray, snow-like stuff on the road. What would that be? That would be fallout. That's what comes down out of the sky after a nuclear event, be it small, medium, or large, like a suitcase a nuke is small. I see more of this dark, gray, snow-like stuff on the road. It wasn't pure white snow like after a first fresh snowfall. No, it's fallout. Suitcase nuke. I saw headlines reading nationwide outages. Now, what does that mean, nationwide outages? It means the electrical grid goes down, my brothers and sisters. Matter of fact, I just got solar installed in my home, and I am so I love it. I'm, I, 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 I can't. <laughs> everybody comes over, I have to go show them. Okay, so I, I, I'm going to try to get this so you can see it better. But that's a live shot of my solar. And what it says right now, uh, I'm pulling down 3.6 kilowatts. That's very little because it's gray and cloudy outside. But still, that's 3,600 watts. That's a lot, okay? My home is using 3.4, so it's pulling currently about 100 watts from the grid. But if you look at the bottom, my, my battery is at 7%. So that's the reason it's pulling from the grid. Now, I also have a generator backup, so yeah. For, for me not to have electricity, not only would the electricity have to go off, but they'd also have to turn off the natural gas. And that's a little bit more difficult, but not impossible for the Molochs to do. Nationwide outages plague the Southwest. I live in the Southwest. So that's one of the reasons I got myself a, a solar system on my house. Another headline said Americans don't know who to blame for the darkness. No, because the Molochs placed them here back in the late 80s, those suitcase nukes, uh, there, was, there was 250 of them made. 50 of them, they think, got smuggled into America. And other prophecies have confirmed 35 of them are here. Now, one suitcase nuke in downtown Dallas kills the city. And I've explained that, so I'll move on. Americans don't know who to blame for the darkness. Some of the darkness stretched into Canada. It stretched north into Canada, but was not everywhere. I saw America with lights flickering. In other words, electricity. So he's saying electricity. It was like the whole country outline of the United States of America, including Alaska and Hawaii. I saw vultures with food hanging out of their mouth. 
Why would that be? Because about 48 hours after electricity goes off, the, all of the refrigerators and refrigerators have all reached room temperature. So now we're going to try to eat everything in the refrigerator we possibly can before it goes bad. That is, unless you have some kind of electrical backup. And about two days after that, it's all starting to spoil. So you got to gobble it up. And then when it starts spoiling, you got to just throw it out. And that's the reason he says he sees vultures with food hanging out of the mouth. In other words, all of America's refrigerators, after about four or five days, all of the food has to be thrown out. I mean, it's not the only person seen this. Not the only person said this. The vultures were heavy and fat with rotting food hanging out of their mouths. I saw depression as a creature with a face mask and a smile. But it was choking people, pushing them down to the ground. I saw the St. Louis Arch, and I saw people standing under the arch, wearing very expensive, these are your Molochs, business suits and expensive watches. All their feet were lar- at their feet were large briefcases that reminded me of nuclear suitcases. And I think it's funny because <laughs> I had not met Dana, Dana Coverstone at this time when he had this dream. He did not know that there was such a thing as a suitcase nuclear bomb at the time. But that's exactly what he saw in the dream. Suddenly, all of the alarms went off. They grabbed their briefcases and jumped in black SUVs and drove off in all directions. Why? To go set off the suitcase nukes. So, I would suggest you go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Call them. It doesn't hurt to call them. Call them and say, hey, what do I got to do? How does this work? How do I get some of this gold and silver? How long does it take? How do I get you the money? And if I get the, the gold or the silver and I want to trade it back in, what do I do there? They'll answer all your questions. They're good Christians. Tell them Prophecy Club, and they, they love Prophecy Club. Just say Prophecy Club, and you're into it. You're, you're in good. Next thing is I recommend you get the watch, Watchman's Package, but there's something more I want to cover here. So go to the Prophecy Club and get the Watchman's Package. That is, well, I'm called to raise up an army of prophecy teachers working miracles. This is part of it. I'd also recommend you go to Joseph Kitchen, get yourself some food. You need to have a machine package. This is the mechanicals that you'll need to physically make the bread. To take the wheat berries, put it into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have wheat. You put that with other six other ingredients into this right here, as I have a matter of fact, I made a loaf of bread. Matter of fact, I had bread this morning for breakfast. Had a slice, had two slices of bread. Well, Leslie had half a slice of bread. That's what we had for breakfast this morning. And that's what we have for most breakfasts and lunches, too. <laughs> a lot of bread, a lot of bread. And I might add, my blood pressure's gone down. Uh, they're, they're, my cholesterol's gone down. Anyway, next thing you want to decide how much food you want to get. You want to have food for two people, mom and dad, okay? Four people, mom, dad with a couple of kids, or six people. I'd recommend you get the six people, get more than what you need because the wheat is good for, you know, I don't know, 25 years. It doesn't need refrigeration. Stick in your gar- Don't stick in your attic, though. It needs to stay in a cool, dry place. Go to josephkitchen.com. They have videos teach you everything you need to know about making. It is the best long-term storage food. As you recall, Pharaoh had a dream about seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And Joseph interpreted that dream, saying, here's what's coming. So Egypt stored up seven years of wheat 
And then during the seven years of famine, the world lived off of wheat. Let's go on. That's a bread, a loaf of bread I made. I mean, I actually made that. That loaf of bread cost about 10 bucks. And when you cut it in 14 slices, that's 14 meals. That one loaf of bread will feed a person for a week. Show me another way that you can nourish, not just feed, but nourish a person for 10 bucks a week. I don't know. I don't know of another way. Let me refresh your memory on the prophecies we have going. There, I'll let you read them. I'd recommend you go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, josephkitchen.com, and empshield.com. They have a device about the size of two cigarette packs. Stick it on your house. Stick it on your car. Suitcase nuke goes off. Your cars still work. Your cell phones still work. Your uh, computers at your house still work. Things like that. And the promo code there is PROPHECY. Today, we live in unsettling times. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do when food is no longer on the shelves? I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now.